that our next guest already standing by on the line and we've got Andre Sheria. I hope I'm pronouncing the surname right, Andre, chairman of the uh, Indaba Foundation. And of course, Indaba Institute is an organization that has been founded in the Cape Winelands that is uh, training teachers from low-income areas of the Winelands in early childhood development education. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Bridget. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Couldn't be better. Um, this is always something very topical. How do we find a 360 holistic approach to early childhood development? But before we even get there, maybe let's talk briefly about the Indaba Institute and the kind of work that you guys do. So, uh, Bridget, we're established from um, a foundation in the U.S. that I set up about uh, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And my 30 years in the wine industry, we built a business in the U.S. importing from South Africa. And it became so clear over the decades that we obviously live in a very traumatized nation. Mm-hmm. And the wine industry's footprint is really, um, sadly, beautiful, amazing, great history, but also lots of inequity and imbalance. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the outcomes in our society today on all the issues we face, mm. so many of those issues can be traced back to our early childhood years, which yes. are filled with trauma. That trauma tends to live with you for the duration of your life, and it, it shows itself in your life outcomes and your academics and your social emotional sort of status. Mm. So we looked at this and thought, as an industry, we really should be collectively working together with community and coming up with solutions and I believe that early childhood education is the most undervalued component of education mm-hmm. in the world, but certainly in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And so as a foundation, we established this to build, as you said earlier, an ecosystem. It is a 360. Mm-hmm. We've incorporated the Montessori model, which for many people speaks to either a well-to-do model that's unattainable, but <laughs> Maria Montessori over a century ago developed a model that was for Rome's destitute children. Mm-hmm. And the method was really something that she applied to listen to the plight of the child and see how a child needed development and see what a child needed in the early years, not some societal mindset that says this is what we want for our children. Mm. She listened patiently. So what happened is over over the previous 100 years or so, an educational model has been built. It's been housed in Amsterdam. It's called the Association Montessori International. It's an international organization that probably... 25 to 30,000 schools worldwide now, but it's an absolutely extraordinary model because what happens is the teachers are not just trained in basic um, you know, academic arithmetic, mathematics, etc. It's mm. a deep dive. It's a personal journey. And so we do almost a university entrance-style diploma, mm. but just this year we launched our first core training. Okay. And the core training is community-rooted education. Mm-hmm. It's a six-month deep dive for <clears throat> women from very challenged communities. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the outcome is so empowering. So each and every individual person trained feels that they are capable, mm-hmm. which they, they mostly are. We have just got a sector of the workforce and the population, it's 250-odd thousand women that are really marginalized, mm-hmm. underpaid. That's the ECD teacher, and they are tasked with the base of the educational pyramid. So we want to be a catalyst. Uh, We want to be advocates. Mm. The foundation work is daily to put 
best quality for all our children, especially those most at risk. Yeah. I mean, Andre, I, I love the fact that the Indaba Institute is really targeting uh, the gaps, not only in education, but in, in social development on the winelands. Because as you alluded to, th- there is so many social ills that are at play in that particular region that are mm. oftentimes swept under the carpet or not addressed, or maybe there's not even a, a capacity to address it. Um, so in some small way, this is making a really ginormous impact on not just the present, but also the future of the communities within the winelands. Yes, it is, actually. I think it's the, the point is that the, so many people in the industry, Bridget, are doing so much good work, but mm. as a collective, as a massive, massive you know, employment provider and mm. an incredibly important industry in the, in the region, it's got to do more. So we're mm. coming up with a method, uh, a social investment seal, that wineries themselves will be able to directly involve themselves in specifics to do with the education of teachers in the early childhood sector. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's, a, there's an enormous amount that needs to be done, and what we're trying to do is help professionalize the sector. Mm. We're working with governments. We did an amazing proof of concept in Kaimandi together with the um, municipality of Stellenbosch. They were fantastic to work with. And there's a great amount of excitement because, you know, the pandemic or rather the lockdown effects have further decimated early childhood, the early childhood arena. Yeah. And in society, I believe, and I would also argue the point with government, is if you look at the amount of money or the percentage of budget spent, education is huge spend, but mm. early childhood education sees so little. And how can we expect better school outcomes if we don't challenge ourselves to do better to our children? Absolutely. Now, in, in terms of the core training, uh, the six-month program, uh, give us some of those uh, specifics as to what does the program target or what does it identify and what are some of the solutions uh, that it trains people to bring forward? So it was first launched in India in 2016, mm-hmm. and it's the um, AMI in Amsterdam. It's one of their offshoots, EFF, which is Educateur Sans Frontier, which is you know, the Educators Without Borders. Okay. And so we asked to transfer this model to South Africa. So what it does is it brings in a method that over the course of about six months with a week a month, mm. because the women need to continue in their classrooms, so they learn how to produce, you know, Montessori has expensive equipment generally associated with it. Mm. So what we've done is we've adopted an own construct policy. So these women are taught also how to make basic materials that are, that are required in this particular framing of education in the early years. Mm. They're empowered with self, they're empowered with real you know, mindfulness. I know that sounds so odd, but the point is these women realize that they model behavior for the entire time that they're with a the child. So it's mm. a very personal journey. There's an amazingly sort of psychological component to it. There's mm. obviously numeracy and literacy, but at the end of the six months, the sense of empowerment that the educator feels that they're capable to manage a space to dramatically see the child's emotional condition, condition shift for the better. Mm. And with that, of course, comes you know the, the backwash into the home where children are learning also about environmental issues, about grace and courtesy, about kindness, and never mind the, as I said, the literacy and numeracy, which are obviously fundamental. Yeah. But we believe that it's about the kindness of a society. It's creating gender equality and just an equality in the mind. And if you do this correctly, it's, it's embedded itself. Remember, we have a largely fatherless society. Yes. So this, this deep dive, so many of these women feel ostracized and outside. They earn between 1,500 and 2,500 rand a month. Mm. 
which is unsustainable completely. Mm. Um, so I think we're just building the basics. But the women that came to the course, the, the interviews we had were just, were just so phenomenal. They were spine-chilling because of this recognition that I am okay. I have what it takes. And the interviews have just really, have made us realize that the impact of this is scalable. Mm. It's very cost-effective. And we're building a real ecosystem for an alumni organization so these women don't remain alone. Mm. So if you start the six-month program, you have a mentor. You have somebody you can relate to. You can somebody to call upon. And so we're really trying to build something that I think will have relevance for both regional and national governments within the next few years. Andre, it definitely sounds like you and your team are onto something there and uh, absolutely agree with you with far-reaching benefits that go beyond just the Cape Winelands and can go into destitute communities around South Africa. Thank you so much for uh, sharing with us this morning. It is uh, half past eight and of course...